Welcome to the theme park shuffle where we reimagine, retheme, redesign your favorite theme park attractions, uh, theaters, boat rides, bars, restaurants. Eventually, we'll get to hotels. One of these days, we'll hit up all those different things. We are still early on as this is episode 15 of the theme park shuffle. Uh, we are presenting a unique challenge one that i think we will all agree was a terrible idea but we can at least say we did it so for this one we've been debating and talking about the idea of a 24-hour challenge so we stepped up to the plate and um if we get on first i think we'll all be excited uh right now the expectations are low (laughs) with such a short amount of time but the to, to make it even more challenging, the challenge was not only to do it within 24 hours, but to re-theme an existing Animal Kingdom attraction using a pre-selected 1980s Disney cartoon series. So prior to this podcast recording, I did a shuffle to determine which attraction in 80s Disney cartoon we would each be working with, and the results were, drumroll, David got Cali River Rapids and the Wuzzles. Jeremy got It's Tough to Be a Bug and Chippendale Rescue Rangers. And myself, Logan, got Expedition Everest and the Adventures of the Gummy Bears. Now, there were two more options that were not selected. And I think we'll just save those for another podcast. So they were really good ones. (laughs) In fact, probably the three hardest ones were the ones that were selected. So anyways, um, let's just start off by kind of, I want to get you guys feedback before I do some quick summaries on these, these different Disney's cartoons in case you never, ever heard of them, never watched any of them. If you grew up, you know, way past the eighties, you would have no clue what any of these things are. So, I grew uh, up in the 80s and had no clue what mine was. <laughs> you too, could have man. given me 24 years instead of 24 hours. <laughs> and you give me this cartoon that legitimately there's nothing to it. Does anybody even remember it? I do. Do you? Oh, of course. What, yeah, was yeah. this Apparently a Saturday it was morning? in the UK too. Oh, okay. So. All right. Oh, um, yes. Because, you know, David grew up in the UK, so he wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. If UK is a weird analogy for Florida. <laughs> Dave, David legitimately got the hardest one. Oh, so it, it was the yeah. it was the hard one that I threw in there. That I was like, ah, uh, whoever gets this one thinking, oh, why, yeah, I'm, I know I'm going to get this one. Why but, would uh, we pick was why would Wuzzles even be in the mix of anything to do? Uh, ironically, I saw Logan's wife today in uh, <laughs> the parking lot of Publix and she rolls her window down and she goes, hey, I said, hey. She goes, are you ready to podcast? I'm like, do you know what a wuzzle is? And she goes, no, I don't. And I, we got, we made the joke that I was going to stand on the corner and not beg for money, but beg for information about what in the name <laughs> of anything are the stupid wuzzles. I want to go back Michael and Michael Eisner creation. Really? This is the, yes. I will, I will preempt this for everybody. This is my least favorite, not because of the 24 hours, because I do mine quick anyway, yeah. just because. 
The freaking wuzzles and a river rapid ride? Come on. <laughs> it was I, a fun concept for yeah. a show. I, I thought oh. I recognized the elephant. I looked him up, too, and I actually did recognize the characters, but I don't specifically remember them. So I actually, after this episode, want to go dive in and, and check out a couple wuzzles episodes. It, <laughs> it's fascinating now. True, yeah. Well, but see, we couldn't include those, so we've used those yep. in the past, so it makes sense that we had to get into some of these types of scenarios. So Yeah, and this um, and this was focused specifically towards those uh, Disney original series that premiered in the 80s, so yeah. these would have been the ones that premiered either on their Saturday morning cartoons or as part of their Disney Channel afternoon lineup. For sure, so. yeah. Well, give us a little background, Logan, as what we're diving into here, you said. Absolutely. So Adventures of the Gummy Bears was the first animated production by Walt Disney Television and aired in the United States from 1985 to 1991. So six seasons, which is pretty darn impressive. Yeah. Uh, gummy bears are anthropomorphic bears who live in a hollow tree known as Gummy Glen. That is the base for a vast complex of tunnels and various rooms. Uh, they harvest wild gummy berries that grow around the forest and produce a magical potion known as gummy berry juice that grants the bears the ability to bounce away from their enemies. However, when taken by humans, the juice temporarily gives them super strength. So in ancient times, humans lived peacefully with gummy bears, but over time, humans coveted the bear's magical potion and mechanical creations. The great gummies were forced to flee, but left behind small hidden populations of gummy bears to watch over their former homes and await the time when humans and gummies could peacefully coexist so all gummies could return home. So that is your summary of the adventures of gummy bears. But one thing I do want to point out with all three of these choices, they had solid theme songs. Yeah. The theme oh, songs yeah. were so good. So good. Yeah. I, I've got most of them memorized still to this day. <laughs> I love that. Uh, for the Wuzzles, the Wuzzles was the second animated production by Walt Disney Television that aired in the U.S. in 1985, while Gummy Bears premiered as part of NBC's Saturday morning lineup, the Wuzzles premiered at the exact same day and time on CBS. The Wuzzles are unique mashups of two different animal species, and they live on the Isle of Wuzz. Nearly everything on the land of Wuzz is some form of mashup, including the food, the plant life, architecture and the characters the show predominantly focused on the main character's friendship and their confrontations with the half crocodile half dinosaur bully known as crocosaurus aka croc and his sidekicks brat and flizzard the series only lasted one season and according to wikipedia it was canceled largely due to the sudden death of bill scott who was the voice actor for one of the main characters, Moosel, as well as the antagonist, Brat, and six other characters on the show. Oh, wow. So, okay. yeah, that, that unfortunately, it did well in the ratings, but it didn't do well after that. Interesting. Yeah. So then Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. 
was an animated series that aired as a preview episode in 1988. Then in 1989, it premiered on the Disney Channel and went into syndication as part of the Disney afternoon lineup before ending its original run in 1990. So for this series, the established duo of Chip and Dale wore new costumes that mimicked the iconic wardrobes of Indiana Jones and Magnum P.I. They were totally verbal, unlike earlier versions of the animated duo, and they ran a detective agency known as the Rescue Rangers. They solved crimes considered too small for the police to handle, such as crimes involving animal clients, extraterrestrials, supernatural elements, and wacky inventions. So Chippendale were also assisted by their friends Gadget Hackwrench, a blonde-haired mouse with incredible IQ, mechanical abilities, and flying skills. Monterey Jack, an adventure-loving Australian mouse with great strength. And Zipper, a housefly and longtime sidekick of Monterey Jack who could access the tiniest spaces. So as a team, they often found themselves trying to take down the villainous Professor Norton Nimble, Nimnul and the animal crime boss Fat Cat with his team of henchmen. So uh, just a couple of fun facts. Chip and Dale first appeared in the 1943 Disney cartoon Private Pluto. And also the uh, fandom and nostalgia of the Rescue Rangers series can still be seen today as evident with the brand new Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie being released nationwide in the U.S. on May 20th, 2022, via the Disney Plus streaming service. Yeah. I'm excited for that, actually. Uh, It should be interesting. Very Roger Rabbit. Well, funny thing you say that, because he actually is in it. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. So I, um, of course, this was mine. I actually think I probably got the easiest pull with Rescue Rangers inside of a tree, a show. Um, but uh, I'll be honest, I'm trying to think if I watched the Rescue Rangers, and I don't know if I did. Back, did y'all watch it? Like, is this, I feel like this is the most popular of all three that we've selected, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I know I, I did. Watching it. I've actually, I've honestly, I've watched a lot of it recently with, with my son. So we've been that's awesome. catching up and binging on those. Oh, that's so good. Because there ended up being what? I think it was three seasons, but I, I looked and it was like, season one was like 13 episodes. Season two was like 40 something. And then <laughs> season three was like 20. So, I mean, there were quite a bit uh, of episodes, even though there were yeah. only three seasons. Which yeah, is interesting. I think it showed a total of 65 episodes. That sounds about total. right. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm honestly not sure I've ever seen a single one, but I'm very familiar with them without watching. And what's also, you know, interesting with that, that animation format is a lot of times, a, you know, a 25 minute, 24 minute episode is really broken up into two episodes, yeah. like two 12 minute series. So, so yeah, lots of episodes if you break it up that way. Well, do you want me to get into my thoughts of uh, Rescue Rangers and uh, it's tough to be a bug? Can't wait. All right. So we're going to turn this into Rescue Rangers uh, Mission Initiation. And basically what's going to happen is we're we're animals. We're going to we're in animal kingdom. We are now now all animals and we are going to look to join the Rescue Rangers um, because they are looking to take their operation kind of like nationwide. Right. And so we have to go through training 
and this general initiation, which is going to take place in the Tree of Life, which is now kind of the Rescue Rangers house, their headquarters. And again, they're looking for these new recruits to take everything to a larger scale for Rescue Rangers. So as you come in, um, I, I don't think a lot has to change with the queue and with the initial uh, holding area, because again, it's inside of a tree. Um, it fits very well for, you know, uh, Chip and Dale and, and Monterey Jack and, and Gadget Hack Wrench and Zipper and all these. And so you're going to come in, and as you sit down in your seating, um, and this is where I'd love your thoughts, Logan. I, I want some sort of new 3D uh, technology because I still like this to be a 3D show, but hopefully we can maybe take it to another level where not only are you doing 3D that is very realistic, but it also has some sort of like tracking device within it that you're going to be able to look around and it could track, which is going to give you a point system. In addition, um, because it's in a theater auditorium style setting, I don't think we can do a web slingers as far as just motion sensing with like wrist movements, but maybe there's some sort of new tech that has wristbands that they're able to give you with the 3d glasses because you're going to have to go through some training and initiation originally with the screen. And I want it to all link to my Disney experience. So you actually have a point system as you go through. So almost like a Toy Story Mania, Midway Mania type thing where it's going to be able to track how you interact with what's happening. Um, and so as you get in there, Chip is going to hang down from the ceiling the way currently... Um, Oh, my goodness. Why can I not think of the ant's name from A Bug's Life? Flick. <laughs> yeah, so right now Flick hangs down animatronic, and he kind of greets you to the show. So Chip's going to go ahead and do that, and he's going to let you know that you're going to go through a series of tests. You're going to go through a series of challenges. And, again, this will link to a point system so they can see who's going to go ahead and become one of the new rescue rangers. So you start the training, and... Again, your guys' ideas would be great because um, we threw this together so quick. I think there could be certain challenges of interacting with these different um, scenarios on screen. But again, with this 3D glasses, with the wristbands, so you're doing points. You're, I mean, I don't want to say shooting, but there's just some sort of 3D technology that you really feel like you're a part of actually coming into this. And again, we got Chip, we got Dale. We've got uh, Monterey Jack, we got Zipper, we got Gadget. All of these are interacting in this system. Uh, but of course, as you're getting into your training, there's going to be this giant disturbance. And right now, what is Hopper, which is one of the most incredible animatronics, uh, I think, at Disney, that comes out of the side. So uh, Fat Cat is actually going to bust through the exterior wall, and he's going to let you know that he and his four henchmen are about to take down the Rescue Rangers once and for all. And what is currently these Black Widow spiders that drop down from the ceiling during It's Tough to Be a Bug is now going to be the four henchmen animatronics. They're going to drop down as well, and they're over, you know, us unsuspecting recruits. So there's going to be a battle of some sort, um, I think, between 3D screen and the animatronic that I think could be a really, really cool interaction. And again, the current system has these, uh, this fog that comes down. It has you know interactions within the seat. So I think there's a good opportunity to really make this not necessarily a dark show, 
But again, something that really just involves you all around. And as Chip and Dale and Gadget, Zipper, Monterey Jack, you know, they start to battle the henchman and Fat Cat. They're finally going to defeat him as he disappears back into a cloud of smoke. And as we finish the 3D show, um, not only can a point system show up, so it'll actually align with your username through my Disney experience, who maybe the top five are. They are now part of the Rescue Rangers as we go ahead and exit the show. That's all I got. I know it wasn't a lot, but <laughs> this is where I'm interested in your guys' opinions. Well, I definitely think uh, as far as the way you were describing the interactions, it sounds like you're going for more of an augmented reality experience yeah. than uh, just sort of a, a passive for sure. 3D glasses experience. Yes. Because uh, that would allow you to have guests actually tracking things and uh, seeing elements that are outside of just the projected screen, uh, sure. just like they've been able to do with the Mario Kart ride over in uh, Universal Japan. Yeah. So that would certainly be the, the kind of application. Or if you wanted a non-glasses application, uh, who knows, in all the new 3D patents that disney has been filing for there might actually be that kind of technology that has 3d elements that don't require actual 3d glasses to to see them in depth as they're simply being uh, projected in some manner i know that a couple of companies like uh, hypervision they have these sort of holographs if you will they're not really holographs because holographs aren't necessarily real but they look like images that are floating in space yeah. and so something along those lines could be used for particular elements of this but when you're talking about having it come off the screen and interacting with characters that are hanging above you really the only thing i could think of at this moment uh would be some kind of ar technology that allows you to have the virtual projected characters on screen as well as the virtual interactions happening with practical characters up above yeah now what does that involve then a like what does the screen then look like it's just a technically you would you have to have a screen <laughs> are you literally just an open space because everything is within a vr headset well again not if VR, it's anything augmented i mean right if if it's anything like the uh Again, the, the universal Mario Kart attraction, there is projected screens, there's projected environments. Okay. There's, uh, you know, some characters that are actually on the projections, but then there are the characters that are in front of you, driving in front of you. Uh, they are ones that are completely contained within your AR headset. Wow. So they're not physically there in the space in front of you or projected digitally onto the screens around you they are completely within the ar headset and i think in this case with what you're talking about you would still have all the projected characters on a screen you would just have the actual interactions taking place between those digital characters and the practical animatronic characters above you that's where your your ar element would okay. take place okay that makes sense. Then, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> See, that's why I need your involvement, man. I love that. That's great. I, I think with the uh, with Disney introducing those new magic bands that are supposed to be interactive with everything, yeah, that 
that would be the key to this ride is to really incorporate that that magic band and keep track of your score and if you have a magic band maybe it, it can interact in a different way than somebody that doesn't and then of course that would encourage people to go buy that magic band of but course. Uh, i think i think that's going to be the wave of the future is i think everything's going to interact end up interacting with yeah. you know a magic band or some form of some form of something that you have to make it more immersive from top to bottom even when you're not on the ride yeah agree yeah completely. and as far as the you know the interactivity that you talked about i mean there are ways to have essentially blasters that are that don't look like guns we have that in right. the sesame street street mission where our our blaster actually looks more like a Wii remote, and so uh, just a big button that anybody of any age can operate. Super simple. Something as simple as that could also be used in the case with this, where you will have a, a wide range of of uh, children and adults attending this kind of exhibit and or you know show, uh, and then that would also allow you to keep those interactives right in front of the seats and there could even be a little area to hold your your magic band up to it and then it, it you know scans it so then it's saving your score your data it's pulling up any kind of uh, unique attributes about you um, that you can then continue improving your score and it can track all that stuff i love that and then that'll help you rise up the ranks of yes. rescue rangers there as you're you trying to get initiated. And of course they have giant scoreboard keeping track of all this that people can access through the Disney experience app. And it's all there. They'll get your data. That's outstanding. Yeah. I like you that. Give it to them. I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> That's the next moment is all that interactivity and, and actually, you know, again, being part of the, the gamification of everything. Um, I think that'd just be cool in general with with i mean and like david said the magic van plus that's coming that's what they're doing i mean that's they've already said that in galaxy's edge like you're gonna be able to interact with this bounty hunter type of like gamification that's gonna be so cool so i'd love to see that across like all property in different areas and stuff yeah i still want to make it out of japan go to universal yeah. and check out that super nintendo world where they've already got it in operation it's amazing amazing so David is next with his his wuzzles. <laughs> sure. I'm excited. Yeah, this, oh yeah. All <laughs> right. Good. I'm glad. So um so as Logan already told you that the main premise of the wuzzles is that uh everything in the land of was is two things smashed together. So um, the name, oh, I had to take the uh, Navi River Rapids. Did I say that right? Cali. Cali, Cali, Cali River Rapids. Cali, yes. Yep, yes. Here's the great <laughs> thing about this. Not only did I have no clue what the wuzzles were, I've never rode this ride. So um, why I'm on this podcast, I have no idea. But here we go. <laughs> so um, so as, as technologically advanced as Jeremy made his, I don't want mine to be that way. I want to, I want this to be more of like a splash mountain ride, all animatronics, a fun, goofy, silly, just escape from some of the seriousness of other things around, you know, the parks. Yeah. So mine is called the Isle of was, and as you board the rapid ride, 
you will hear the never seen narrator who's been in every single episode of the Wuzzles, if you knew that. Um, and he's going to explain to you that things are different here. Everything here are two things that have come together harmoniously to make one. Speaking of harmoniously, when we come around the first bend, here we see our main character, Bumble Lion, and he is planning on a way to tell Butterbear that he has a crush on her. So Bumble Lion is talking to his best friend, Elaru, and they're planning on what to do. They plan to make her a garden to show Butterbear that Bumble Lion loves her. Uh, now, just picture if you want to do a ride along on the collie, it's fine. I kind of tried to take the bends of the ride and plant different animatronics there. But honestly, I don't know how well this is going to like actually line up with that. So just picture animatronics and like a Splash Mountain kind of ride and, and go from there. Um, so they are planning on making Butterbear a garden because she loves flowers and gardens so that Bumble Lion can express his love to her. So there we're going to recruit their friends, Moosel, Hopopotamus, and Rhino Key to help with the garden. So as you come around another bend, if you don't know, Rhino Key is a huge prankster. So as you come around one bend, he is sitting there with a water cannon facing the crowd, facing everyone on the ride. And this is the part of the ride where you get soaked with the water cannon. So as the ride rounds the next bend, we start our antagonists that Logan already introduces to, Crocosaurus, Brat, and Flizzard. Now, these are the bad guys, but they're a bit bumbling. And their plan is to destroy Bumble Lion's garden because they don't want anybody having any joy in the uh, Isle of Was. Their plan is to flood the land so that none of the plants or flowers or anything can grow and his whole plan will be ruined. But of course, because they're so bumbling and silly, the plan goes wrong. The machine they were going to use breaks and they end up flooding themselves this is the part of the river rapids where it really starts to pick up you start slamming into the sides of walls and you're just getting drenched but as it finally slows down and you hit that end part you begin to approach what you see is a large garden and i want this to be like a large set piece with animatronics everywhere and i really want the garden to emphasize flowers and plants that are combinations of something like maybe a dandelion and a rose or like a watermelon and a strawberry just all put together this is just going to be a beautiful large animatronic set piece with a beautiful castle scraper because that's what they lived in was half castle half skyscrapers in the background and here you will see all of the wuzzles with the wuzzles theme song playing as you begin to end the ride you'll see bumble lion and butter bear arm in arm the end listen man you gotta stop stop acting like you don't have good ideas exactly like seriously yeah. come on dude i have no idea what the wuzzles are my favorite part of today we were all texting in our group and uh, and logan laid out and he's like all right david here's exactly what the wuzzles are blah 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 i see your i see when you started this david and you're making me mad because <laughs> you literally started like 10 minutes before we even did this episode and and Logan sends you this text message. And he's like, this, this, this. And he breaks everything down. And you responded with, I have no idea what any of those words are. And I was just <laughs> dying laughing. And I have no idea what any of the words you just said were, David. But that that sounds incredible. Like, I, I get mean, this, I get look, this like, Wizard of Oz style, like, just happy, fun, 
like I, dude you i know david talked on. some uh you know some said some negative things about the wuzzles at the beginning but the wuzzles were a really fun visual show i, I mean the characters this. the fact that you i mean this is like this predated mashups and yeah. this the show was exactly that everything was a mashup wow. so i wanted the ride i wanted the ride to feel like an 80s ride and not, <laughs> yes oh i, got I don't that. want it to be I don't want it to be fancy and overdone. I I literally, I was thinking of like the Winnie the Pooh ride meets Splash Mountain yeah. and to kind of give you yep. that, yep. that sort of like fantastical feel. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's the, that's why I love uh, Cali River Rapids as it is because of the simplicity. Like we went to actually yep. ride it today and we walked in and it had just broken down. And so we didn't, but it's so simple but in such a good way and it tells such a good story and you just did the same thing with it without getting super fancy like again yeah. i took mine in a direction where i'm like we got to go technology we got to come up with all this new stuff you don't always have to do that no and you know yeah. what i'm what i'm finding now that we have these nice young children and watching all this <laughs> children's programming storytelling is so simple and yeah. when it is that's when it's at its best yeah. When the message is simple and clear and easy to follow, that is when it resonates with everybody. And I, I mean, these, these characters are just fun. I have some characters in my back pocket that I cannot wait to use on something. When I get an opportunity to like a certain cartoon that, that is out now. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I cannot <laughs> wait to do a ride based on these things. Oh, it, yeah. we'll get oh there. it's going to be so good. I already have it. I already know what I want to do. So <laughs> now, do, do I need to do a quick breakdown of the the main wuzzles? Did you look into them at all, Jeremy? Do you know what their mashups of? Yes, I did actually. Yeah, okay, I cool. went ahead and, and w went to Wiki and was looking at it, and yeah. I, I mean, that's just yeah, fascinating gonna, to me. I was gonna. I mean, I I didn't I didn't feel like that ride offered me enough time to give each individual one like a like a moment, you know. I don't think it was oh neat. no, I was so, just meaning like right now for the yeah. podcast for anybody listening who's not gonna take five minutes to Google. <laughs> it should take five minutes to Google. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's worth the Google search, guys. And if you can find the episodes, it's worth that as well. So uh at this point, Expedition Everest. Legend of the Forbidden Mountain is being rethemed as Gummy Bears Escape from Ogre Mountain. Wow. So the, like it. the exterior, the artificial mountain hiding most of the roller coaster is reimagined as the fictional Ogre Mountain inhabited by different sized and not so smart ogres. So instead of a snow-covered mountain, Ogre Mountain looks a lot like the green grass and tree-covered Belogradchik rocks and fortress found in Bulgaria, which uh, better represents the forest and mountains from the cartoon series. So the, the entrance to the ride is redesigned to look like Gummy Glen and the surrounding forest. Guests enter the Gummy Glen tree and travel through various gummy bear rooms including the kitchen where an animatronic Grammy gummy is trying to make more gummy berry juice. She informs us that they are all out of gummy berries. She tells us to go find tummy gummy and make sure he didn't eat all of this year's harvest before they can make more juice. The next room 
is Zummy Gummy's magic room where the great book of gummy is stored. The book contains advanced magic spells, and when guests read the incantations out loud, it will trigger fun surprises throughout the room. Next, we find an animatronic tummy gummy passed out in the gummy berries garden, surrounded by bare gummy berry bushes with berry stains all over his mouth and clothes. Looks like Grammy Bear was right about tummy gummy. We pass through the bedroom of Gusto Gummy, which is full of original artwork and knickknacks from Gusto's island home, as well as his wise talking toucan best friend and animatronic form known as Artie Deco. Then we finally enter a cave and find an animatronic Gruffy Gummy waiting for us. He has a few choice words to say about Tummy Gummy's actions and then asks if we could help gather more gummy berries for them. The gummy bears have special hawk-shaped quick cars that travel through quick tunnels at extremely high speeds, so it won't take us long to get there and back. The catch is the only way to access more gummy berry bushes is by passing through Ogre Mountain, where ogres are waiting to capture gummy bears. Luckily for you, you're not a gummy bear. Not so lucky for you, ogres hate humans. Yikes. So, guests... <laughs> board the quick cars themed roller coaster and depart to the right so instead of the uh, completely outdoor coaster uh this first section of the ride will actually be covered okay. to look like you're traveling through the gummy quick tunnels you climb a small hill leading to a short drop then circle around to the lift hill that takes guests into the mountain so on the way up, we can see the natural light up ahead shining from the cave exit. And as we reach the end of the quick tunnel and exit onto the mountainside, handmade wayfinding signage informs riders that they are entering Ogre Mountain. So at the top of the mountain, the train curves around the main peak and goes through a cave. When it emerges from the other side, the train suddenly hits the brakes due to the track in front of the guests being torn apart and the small ogre known as Toady is in animatronic form on the left side of the tracks. He says to us, humans, oh, but I was really hoping for gummy bears. Better sound the alarm. Then he lifts a large animal horn up to his mouth and lets out a loud, low alarm sound. The coaster then rolls backwards, spiraling down through the mountain. It stops in a large cave where riders look around to find hundreds of glowing gummy berry bushes. Above us is a projection mapped Gruffy Gummy asking us in an annoyed manner, what took you so long? I thought I'd have to carry all these gummy berries back myself. Here, take these with you. He then tosses a couple bags of berries down to our coasters and says, I heard the ogre's horn, which means your time is almost up. Now get the heck out of here. The quick cars suddenly launch forward out of the mountain, drop down into a 250 degree turn and speed back up through another cave in the mountain where we can hear the ogres getting closer. The train exits from the rear of the mountain, enters a large helix before being lifted back into the mountain a final time. The train drops through a cave where a massive animatronic ogre is trying to capture us, but we manage to speed right by him and go into our final drop. We return to the quick tunnels unloading dock and depart into a gift shop that is themed to look like the bedrooms of Sonny and Cubby, the youngest gummy bears. In the retail store, 
you can expect to see lots of clothes on the fashion forward sunny gummy side and lots of toys and collectibles on the adventure oriented cubby gummy side the end wow very good so did you take out the um cart going backwards it sounds like no that was in there. i had that part that, yeah, was, that was uh there. that was that's right after you uh the rail was broken at the top and you you uh, okay. cody the the little ogre and he sounded the alarm got it got it okay that's what i was that's what i was wondering what yeah, I love and then it is... does that rear free fall yeah oh, so that that thing turns my stomach every single time <laughs> every oh, time so good i love it <laughs> it's so good so i rode that this morning and honestly logan as you were walking through the queue i could picture even though you didn't tie you didn't like specifically as you were saying here's the part in the queue that this happens and now i'm turning it into this i could picture every single moment in the queue as you were saying good because uh, uh, i literally just walked through it this morning and <laughs> i mean everest is one of my favorite rides ever it's one of my favorite coasters ever um i think this is such a great adaptation that i would never ex expect like <laughs> like really really again really good which you're so wonderful at storytelling you know to really tell this story and bring something as random as gummy a gummy bear's cartoon and it makes sense man that's i don't know how you do it i'm telling you i'm so impressed always by you that's okay i think uh i think the theme of all three of these is fun yeah, yeah. they, they yeah. all just seem really fun yeah and, and, that's, and that's what it should be that's the heart of all these shows is just fun yeah you know and in this case with gummy bears a little bit of magic a oh for sure a little, bit of fun, a little bit of magic you know a little bit of uh mysticism and some mythical creatures and it really ties in well as an overlay for you know you know a yeti because it's like for a sure. yeti an ogre so you're gonna, you're gonna fix you're gonna fix as... this this is gonna be some downtime to get that working animatronic <laughs> no no longer yeti but you know gummy bears and all that's gonna take a little bit of work there but i got faith in you man i think you can do did it did yeti work today it, it'll never work again they're it'll never gonna fix that <laughs> thing because of the fact that it's built into the mountain hey yeah, it works in b mode everything down yeah <laughs> b mode's fine i'm still good with it but disco yeti yes yes no i think that's such a uh cool yeah i love that that's i would right and and, I, and you're right fun is like the thing i i gotta say cosmic rewind is the most fun i've ever had on an attraction and i'm i'm not kidding this sounds like the same type of fun logan this type of nice. thing where you're just smiling like ear to ear because it's it's not worried it, it again it just wants to have fun yeah and, and, and you don't have much time to tell a story. Yeah, I know. This is a very yeah. short. I mean, it's like very. two minutes. I know. So you've got to just get to the point. You got to keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate things. Like I know I was kind of going back and forth with that one scene where I introduced uh, Gruffy Gummy and yeah. the gummy berry bushes. And I, I was like, we need to have this because this explains the whole reason you're going on the mission. But I was, I was debating whether or not to just keep it closer to expedition everest where you had a you know another confrontation and another you know example of an ogre just sort of building up that big reveal yeah. at the end but it's like no we gotta we gotta explain the story like they, they sure. went into this mountain to get gummy berries so they need to get gummy berries in yeah. return 
So yeah, I, the merchandising alone, I think, sounds outstanding. I oh, I know, that. right? How fun would that be? <laughs> That's outstanding. This is this, this was a this was a surprisingly fun episode <laughs> that I didn't know would be a fun episode. To be honest, it was fun to record. It was not fun to try to get all this done in twenty four hours <laughs> yeah. and work full time jobs yeah. and sacrifice. In my case, I sacrificed sleep last night, so I'm tired as hell. Well, see, y'all, you make me feel bad because my sacrifice was that I was in Disney the whole time. So I didn't even get to look at it until about 1230 today when I was like, I'm sorry, man. I haven't even gotten a chance to watch the video pick. What do I have? And then drive home, I started thinking about it. And then, yeah, I got home and, like, um, we hadn't seen the girls. So we, we saw them and we had dinner and we were like doing all kinds of stuff and taking care of the house because we hadn't been here in three days. And so then I sat down like an hour ahead of time and I'm like, oh, uh, no, y'all, no, you guys had real things going on. I was enjoying <laughs> my time in Disney. So you guys absolutely crushed this. Well done, as always. Love it. Well, another, another thing I want to point out real quick is all of the properties we used still relate to Animal Kingdom. I love that. Yeah, they were all animal shows. Yep. And then the next round that I've got lined up for us, they are also animals. So Let's it actually it. is a if Animal Kingdom went full cartoon retheme, it could be done with these all wow. animal themed IPs. Can you imagine? I think I know what the other. I think I know what the other two are. Eighties theme park. That'd be incredible. Yeah. 80s cartoon. Of course, you know, we say that, and this is kind of funny, Jeremy, because, because this we're saying that in our head because it's like, oh, oh yeah, that's that's nostalgic to us. Right. But now we're going back to how much we bashed Islands of Adventure. Islands of Adventure. <laughs> and how they're like, oh my God, why would they ever use <laughs> newspaper Saturday morning cartoons? Why that's would true. they ever use that? And it's like, oh yeah, because the people at the time were yep. our yep. age, and that to them. <laughs> That's true. It was not that long ago in their childhood. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Wow. Be careful. To, to me, you think about classes. the 80s. You're like, the 80s isn't that long ago. <laughs> but to like So long ago? It's insane, yeah, but to right? like kids who are 20 these days, like that would be like our parents talking about the 60s. You know, like, right. Yep. Gosh, we're old guys. Yeah, right. yeah for well, sure. Another amazing episode, I would like to think. That was really fun. I'm that not going to lie. The episode was fun. The 24 hours leading up to it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I, let's yeah, not do sure. this again. This was fun, but let's not do this again. Let's at least do like a 48 hour. Okay. All right. Challenge. We can do that. All right. What do you think, David? 48 hours next time? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm going to wait. <laughs> You're going to wait till the last hour. <laughs> well, here's the yeah, thing, like though, is that normally even though I, as well, I usually wait till the last day to actually put together my idea, but I'm already thinking about it. You're already thinking. Yes. yes. So to literally only, even though we're not pinned to paper, like to actually have that limited time was kind of crazy. So, um, yeah. And what makes it crazier is just the fact that when you set that time limit, it doesn't matter what happens in your day. Yeah. You're stuck. Oh, you're stuck. Like I was in meetings all day long today yeah. so it's not like i had any free time even just sort of to stop and think about this oh, yeah. that's part of the reason why i stayed up late last night knowing that's like i'm not gonna be able to get anything done today prior to the recording so right 
sacrifice a little bit of sleep, but we got it done, guys. Yeah, good. Nailed it, everybody. Good job, David. You want to take us out? You're the you're the closer, brother. (laughs) I'm the closer. Put me in in the top bottom of the ninth. Yes, sir. Anyhow, thank you guys so much again for joining us for the Theme Park Shuffle. Today we took random obscure 80s cartoons and turned them into fun, enjoyable family experiences. And speaking of fun, enjoyable family experiences, you know what's fun and enjoyable? Subscribing to the Theme Park Shuffle. If you have not, click like, click subscribe, leave us a rating, a review, all of that stuff that's going to help us grow We are no longer on the Main Street Magic feed. We are out there. We are little birdies that have been thrown from the nest trying to flap our little wings and survive in this world of podcasting and Disney and theme park extravaganzas. So thank you guys so much. We love everything that you guys uh, listen and talk to us on Facebook. It is the best. So for me, David, and Logan. Adios, amigos. Share Bear. Peace out. We will catch you guys on the next one. Thanks. Thanks.